Recap, Recast, Recycle, podcast about franchises and how they get better and worse over time. <laughs> I started the recording, and now he'll never know. And now we can talk. To- oh, he's back. Be cool. Be cool. I had my AirPods in, so I I heard you. Heard what, Joe? Nothing was said. All right. Let me see. Okay, are we recording? Who's to say? I plead the fifth. What? I plead whichever I amendment lets me not talk. Oh, I thought you said I plead the Sith, as in like Darth Vader and them. I was a little <laughs> confused there. Thank you for clarifying who the Sith are, Joe. All right. <clears throat> Intro time. Yes. Oh, by the way, we're doing this at nine in the morning, which is kind of early for us to podcast. I woke up five minutes ago. I woke up like two hours ago, but I've been watching YouTube a lot. So, okay. Uh, I never woke up. What you been watching? You, um, I don't remember. Oh. I think I think I think it was a video game, but I couldn't remember. All right, <clears throat> ladies, gentlemen, welcome to Recap, Recast, Recycle, a podcast about franchises and how they get better and worse over time. Franchises like The Mummy, starring George of the Jungle himself. On today's episode, we're talking about a movie that came out seven years after the uh, last entry um, and takes an entirely different thematic turn, Um, which, since we're talking about movie franchises and how they change, is kind of good for us, but I wouldn't say good for everybody who wanted the same thing again. Um, The movie I'm talking about is 2008's The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Oh, the thematic change is bad. That I think a, it's... That's what they changed, good intro, too. Joe. Thank you. You're welcome. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that this movie is on par with the other ones. I don't think it's as bad as people claim, but I do think it looks think different, and I like that. I think that snow um, is cool, especially when we've only been in the desert twice. Uh, yes. And does not make, does not make a good movie. See, I don't well, mind I mean, the I... setting. It's the um, I'll yeah. well, I'll talk about what I don't like about it. Okay, okay, to... okay, okay. I also like that we don't have an Egyptian mummy this time, because that you was get getting old. Against Egyptians, too. I I do like that no. too. I have something against using the same uh, mummy three times. Roll a clip. Roll a trailer. Get it. Get oh, it right. over with. Sorry, pal. There's a mummy on the From Universal Pictures. Good going, Dad. He raised another mummy in his tomb. Said he had control of the five elements. Hey, mummies! They never play fair! And the producers of The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. How exactly he was supposed to fend them off? When the Emperor built the Great Wall, he buried his enemies underneath it. I will call them to battle once again. So these are the good undead guys, right? The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Boom, it just it just happened. What a great trailer. 2008, really the golden year for trailers. We got Iron Man trailer, Dark Knight trailer. Um, I don't remember what else happened in 2008. Was there a Hulk movie? Uh, yes. That was crazy that they had Iron Man and Hulk in the same year. And then at the end of the Hulk, Iron Man shows up. Everyone was like, oh yes. my gosh. Oh my word. They paid him more money? Well, oh. man, they might have not known it was Iron Man at the time. They're like, look, it's Robert Downey Jr. in a suit. Oh, my word. I loved him as Dr. Doolittle 10 years later. What a great <laughs> role. 
20 years later. 20? Oh, my word. I don't think the so. Mummy, I'm gonna say, not 20, not I'm gonna say 20 12 years, years later. <laughs> well, I just said 20, and no one argues with me at that point. So 20, that's on you. Tw- well, we were all to process anything that you guys are saying. What? I'm too tired to process anything you're saying. Okay. Kale. Okay. Um, what's the tagline? Um, spoilers. That's spoilers the tagline. Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, maybe the first two. We don't really know. I hope uh, that the tagline is third time's the charm. But if it's not, it's I'm not. fine. It's not. It's probably okay. going to be really generic. It is. It's a new okay. evil awakens. Well, there we go. It, it's not wrong, but I don't, I don't, I don't like that a lot. It's fine, sure. Why? I don't care. What's and the synopsis? Yeah, so I was getting there. Who's, who's it presented by? By the way, Rotten Tomatoes. Our boys. Uh, cursed by a devious sorceress, China's ruthless dragon emperor, played by Jet Li. And his vast army lie buried in a cl- in clay for millennia. When young archaeologist Alex O'Connell is tricked into reviving the emperor, he and his famous parents, played by Brendan Fraser and Maria Bello, must find a way to send the ghoul back to the grave before he can awaken his vast army and take over the world. Yeah. Wait, yeah. why was he a dragon emperor before he got the powers to become a dragon? Um, what made him a dragon beforehand? Something about honor, I would assume. Well, I don't know. he doesn't have any honor. He killed his own I'm, general. You think I paid attention to this? Yeah. I can't remember the last... I didn't pay... It, since the first one, I haven't paid attention to any of the rules or backstory. <laughs> unless it's related to the O'Connells. Because then I well, can't. I mean, it's basically the same rules for a mummy. You got secret things that need keys. Mm-hmm. Boom. It's just that this one has more superpowers. It does, yeah. He can yeah, shoot fire very, from his face. Very ill-defined superpowers. Ice, ground, like elemental control. And, and he's wood? made of rocks. Wood oh, yeah. surprised the, me. The five wood. elements, I have them listed down. Okay. That was my first note thing. Because when they said it, I was like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. So the five elements, according to Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, are yes. fire, yeah. water, yep. earth, okay. wood, sure. and metal. Yeah. I'll take those. Metal? There's no wind in there? I think you can do yeah, whatever metal. you want with those and exclude whatever you want. They're so interchangeable. Metal as long as is, you... Do... Isn't Go ahead. Metal isn't a naturally occurring substance, right? I mean, well, it's in the earth. I think it is, yeah. Oh. Well, refined think, metal we have to make, but like ores yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that you should be a Minecraft, part of the like, earth. Like you just element. go, you dig some iron, you dig some iron. That's it. That's how it works. There's also, just that iron part was right there. completely yeah. unnecessary because they're just like, and he had five wizard teachers who taught him these tricks for the five elements. I'm gonna be honest. Don't remember that. I, I don't remember. Did he? Did the wizards come into so. play? One of them betrays him later. Somebody's oh. a witch. Yeah. I think it's um. Michelle. How do you say her last name? Yo. Yeah. Okay. She's a witch. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Characters. The main characters of this movie are Brendan Fraser as Rick O'Connell. I hate he's to really say it, inching along there. But it, it seems I, like he's phoning it in on this movie. I, love I like him, but whenever he's not giving it anything in this. I like whenever he does dad stuff. That's my favorite part. Sure. But also it's not really his fault. Because what are you supposed to do with the script where somebody's trying to be sexy and then you're just asleep? And it plays exactly like a commercial for like That's... Antidepressants or something. I believe that's or what humor is. I didn't think it was funny. I didn't think anything <laughs> in this movie was I, funny. I laughed. Uh, I have a couple of ones. I think I have like two or three, maybe. 
I don't think... But I wasn't, like, actively hating it. I wasn't like, I hate this joke. I was just like, well, this one didn't land. I see why they thought it was funny, but it didn't land for me. There's one joke that I thought was funny. Okay. I guess we'll get so, to it. Let me, let me write Brent that down. and that's it. One and done, right? That's all the main yeah, character? Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's every main Brendan. character. That's why uh, it's so weird is because he plays every character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that would be a movie. Work. That it would so, be a movie, yeah. He even plays the Chinese characters. So we all love and remember Rachel Weiss as Evelyn Carnahan O'Connell, right? Yeah. Well, yep. too bad she's not back. She's played by Maria Bello, who. Do we know why? Uh, yes, but I doubt it later. Okay. I mean, we we think we know why. I mean, but, uh, I can't say anything uh, too bad about I, her. I don't. You're stepping into a role that worked well with, like, yeah. had great chemistry, and there's no way you're going to be able to reproduce that yourself, like, even if you yeah. tried your hardest. I think she did better than most could have. I, th- I think she did an admirable job. Um, I think she played it, it also too. also might be like, that these were just bad in general. I think she just played it too happy-go-lucky. Because I never sure. saw... Evelyn as like a oh wow now we're gonna go do this and she's like always yeah, she smiling was super hyped I mean good energy but Evelyn really wasn't like that in the first two no unless it involves like books I and would say that even like, if the, even if all these lines and her performance was coming from Rachel Wise it wouldn't be good just because the material itself yeah. wasn't that good <laughs> yeah all right John Hanna as Jonathan Carnahan. His writing is awful. <laughs> What'd you say, anything. Kale? I said he's really riding in there. He's hanging on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about that yak, though? That was a good bit. That's, good no, bit with the yak. Not. It's not a good bit when his butt is on fire, which is what my background is. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It's I don't not, It's not a good bit it. when... I can't remember anything He's else. He's the only one who looks older. He does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. I was surprised how good Brendan Fraser looked. Because I thought, like, in this one, he's supposed to look terrible because he'd had so many injuries by now. But he looks fine. I, I'm, like, I'm amazed at that. Yeah. Also, John Hanna's nightclub is awesome. I'm a fan of that. Well, I feel like naming your nightclub after the mummy who tried to kill you two times is probably how you get a curse. Wait, what yeah. do you call, call do it? Imhoteps. That's also, odd. What kind of business strategy is opening a bar themed around an Egyptian mummy in China? Like, it got business, yes. I don't know. Uh, he explained it. Uh, they have so many. Ho- this is just according to the movie. They have so many holidays, and everything as re- like drinking is required. So opening a bar, seem if they a theme bar seems like a good idea. If that's the case, I don't know if that's actually true or not. Yeah, I mean, what I would like be the point? Of- in some way. No, I mean, what would be the point of opening an Egyptian bar in America? Like yeah. it's just a novelty. And well, it truly if he opened is it in America, he could tie into the novels that his sister wrote. She's from Britain. Maybe the novels are in China also. <laughs> well, this is after the war. They're probably banning those. Kind of weird that the character who represents Evie in the books is blonde. That seemed, <laughs> I just well, noticed that. I was like... Maria okay. Bello is blonde. Wait, she is? Yeah, she dyed her hair for this role. That's an Easter egg. I bet they did that. That's an Easter egg for you. <laughs> Count them. More of a fun fact. Luke Ford. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I'll kill you. Luke Ford as Alex O'Connell. Um, I hate him. I don't like him. I just don't I like him. the kid. This actor. Yeah, uh, he felt like a Hemsworth brother. That was my read. Yeah. Like some like, long-lost Hemsworth brother that none like of them talk about? A clone a of Liam that got lost, yeah. 
Nine o'clock, baby. Oh yeah, Isabella Leong as Lynn, who's the. I like whenever she stabbed things. Yeah. Cool stuff. I actually, I did like her in this. She was better than Alex. Yeah, she's definitely one of the more interesting parts. Her and her mom, hmm. who's played by Michelle Yeoh, and is named Z Yuan. Uh, I like her. Yeah. As an actress, yeah. um, in this role. Yeah, I don't know. I really uh, don't. Oh, know. I, I like her in this role. See, all the stuff, all the flashback stuff in China mm-hmm. looks good. And then yeah. immediately you go to the present day. Yeah. And it's just nothing. <laughs> Everything is written I'm so glad they, poorly. I'm glad they never sidelined her. Like, I expected her to lose her immortality and then, like, age up and then die. But she sticks mm-hmm. around, and she helps. Yeah, yeah. She she fights. I mean, even after she's lost immortality, she still tries to sacrifice herself, which is kind of cool. All right, now we got Jet Li as Emperor Han. Jet Li's cool. Two minutes, he's in uh, it. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, underused in this movie. Well, it's because of his scheduling. He okay. wasn't going to be through the whole movie, but because of his schedule, they just decided to make him a big CGI oh, monster. Oh, okay. That's kind of sad. I would have liked him to do more Jet Li stuff. He's a great fighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was impressive in the one, and the one isn't exactly your number. Uh, it's not the best showcase of talent in that movie, but <laughs> if he's good in that, then he's he can be good. Well, see, his schedule, scheduling difficulties were because he was filming The One, Two. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, The Twin. One, Two Punch. Hold on. Is that real? <laughs> no, it's no, not sure. real. Why would The One Shoot. ever get a sequel? Except for I don't me. Know. I would have watched it. Russell Jason Statham. Wong. Joe, I'm saying things. Okay. Russell Wong as Ming Guo. He's, the, uh, he's Michelle Yeoh's love interest. I got... Oh, horses. I felt uh, sad for him. I liked when he came back. <laughs> I yeah. love that weird army. <laughs> They're all oh, just falling apart. So he all was, like, yeah. He was the dead army general, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. With, like, no arm on mm-hmm. one side, and just that was, he was funny. That was weird. Um, who else we got? We got Chao Sang, Anthony Wong as General Yang. Is he the modern general? I would assume so. What was uh, that guy's end game? Because he's like, I'll find the emperor and I'll just yeah. serve him, even though he has an immortal army with him. He wants to yeah. bring his, he wants to bring like honor back to his country. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's loyal. Do that. Because there's that moment where he's climbing up the ladder after the avalanche. And then mm-hmm. Jet Li pops up, and he's like, what are you doing? We need to get going. Our destiny awaits. And he's like, <sighs> and he climbs back <laughs> down the ladder. He didn't get to ride tired. a dragon, though, so. Um, Jesse Ming as Choi, who's his assistant. We're starting to get into something. the side characters. Yeah, I got cause... one more like, okay. main kind of side character. Yeah, because I don't have anything like, to say about her. Star? They gave yeah. her a scar, so I was like, there'll, there'll be something. Like, is she, like, the, the sister of the other main character, the immortal daughter? Oh, Lynn. wait, I have two more. My bad. But <laughs> no, no she's did... just there. Yeah. We got David Calder as Roger Wilson, who's the, the guy that pilot? betrayed them. Oh, that guy. Oh, uh, yeah, he sucks. Yeah. Don't betray <laughs> Don't burn people. Don't burn that people. was a very Indiana Jones kind of character, though. It was, yes. Yeah. Like the guy in the the fourth one who he like betrayed. He's a double agent like three times. Yeah. And then finally, and like, we got... actually, I was on the side of the aliens. Yes. Third finally, place. we got Liam Cunningham as Mad Dog McGuire. <laughs> he asked, I think, like, should I stop drinking? This movie. He's funny. I like when he comes in to beat up the sun. Yes. And then he's Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Ricochet. Beat up the sun. Do, 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 do. And I say, 
Good stuff, Colin. Good stuff. That's your Twitter ad, Joe. You're welcome. Hey, well, he might have been British, so that works out. Oh, Mad Dog? I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if it tells me if he's British. Oh, that's the wrong person. Oh, he's Irish. Irish. Close. Forest. You know, his introduction, they set him up like he was going to be something maybe bigger because they, like, show his jacket with the bulldog. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this going to be a character? And it's like, nah, he'll just fly the plane later. Oh, he yeah, plays Davos in Game of Thrones. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Uh, the director of this movie is Rob Cohen. Let's find out if he's directed anything oh. else. He has directed one of the worst movies I have ever seen. Hurricane Heist. <laughs> oh. Incredible. Um, I think that's all that we need, actually. <laughs> he did Hurricane Heist. That's fine. Um, he, he also did the first Fast and the Furious. I thought oh, he really? did the second one. I think it's the first one. The Fast and the Furious. And the writers are Alfred Goh and Miles Millar. So what right, we've we'll put, learned we'll is put... that Steven Summers is not heavily involved in this movie. He, he is a producer... But I don't think he really had much to say about this movie. Or else it would have been slightly better. Yes. Um, the budget, what do you think it was, Joe? The budget for this movie? Did they give them more money than, like, $80 million? Yes. I mean, more they would have 100. to really see you guys happy. They, put, they, did, they did put some money into this because they were trying to restart the franchise. Higher than that? Higher than 150? Uh, not higher than 150. Okay, 145. Something exactly. like that. Exactly, yes. Okay. Now, yeah. Kale, what do you think it grossed, keeping in mind that it surprised me? Hmm. $12. I mean, any, any amount above like $100 would surprise me. Because you had Iron Man, The Dark Knight, $100? Wally. $100? <laughs> like, anything above that would surprise me. Because you had so, like, better movies. Like, anyone would forget well, the Monkey okay, franchise on. after watching Iron Man or The Dark Knight or Wally. A or year is a long Hulk. time. I'm going to say... I don't watch three movies a year. I, I definitely would give this movie time. The same way I give The Dark Phoenix time. You know, I'm just saying this would be at the bottom of, I would imagine, many people's lists once you have The Dark Knight and Iron Man in the same year. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't be, I'm going to go to the theater and watch The Mummy 3, my favorite franchise, in the year 2008. I'm going to say $420 million. Dang, you got close. It was <sighs> 403.4. Wow. That's still too much. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. I was surprised. I, I'm surprised and it didn't make another, another one. Yeah. With well, that kind of money. They were. I know, and I'll get to it later. Because um, this ends with basically the equivalent of Iron Man will return, or, you know. Yeah. I did like that. How it's just question. like, Mums immediately appeared in Peru. <laughs> yeah, that that's a funny, like, I, I like that bit. Does anybody know if August counts as a summer for, like, movie? Is that summer movie or fall August? movie? That'd be more of a fall It's kind movie. of like the drop-off point. Like yeah. You can release the, like, last, there, last remains it, of summer? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, you can release, release August. there, but, like, I think maybe the It movies, maybe one of them came mm-hmm. out in August? Okay. Yeah. Or near August, maybe September. You're not going to release anything like too big, but you can release stuff there. Maybe mm-hmm. like a comedy or an animated movie. Okay, so you said August, and I, I for some reason, thought you said autumn. So, yeah. yes, absolutely, August is a summer movie. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> we solved it. General notes. General notes. Um, I got one. <laughs> you got one, I got three. Uh, I, I, it's I got Jet Li. We got Jet Li in here. 
That's, that's, that's it. He's back for in Hollywood, baby. Yeah. Good for him. He is good in what he's in. Mm-hmm. Looks good in the costume. Yeah. I mean, he plays a villain well for a guy who I presume is mainly like the action star hero of most of his movies. He's very, like, anytime I see a picture of him where he's not in a movie, he's smiling. So I think he's very funny and happy in real life, or, I don't know, something like that, but doesn't seem like a villain. Yeah. Um, They caused this mummy to rise. (laughs) If they hadn't tried to stop the guy... He would have just raised some random eunuch from the dead and everything would be fine. True. But True. instead, they knocked him over and he spilled the whatever on the emperor. Mm-hmm. On the real emperor. Yeah. So we could have had the mummy, the rise of the eunuch. <laughs> he would have just been real depressed. I would have actually preferred that movie, maybe. Just them hung- hanging out with a dead eunuch. Um, the O'Connells are really out of their depth on this one. <laughs> they are. It's. I think it's good. I Especially think it's funny the end. how much they just constantly end up failing. Yeah. <laughs> They're just so lost. I think it's funny that it seems that they've devoted their entire like expertise and skills toward Egyptian stuff. Because uh-huh. they can speak Egyptian and read mm-hmm. hieroglyphics and all that. But when it comes to anything Chinese, that's just the drop-off point. Yes. And then my Colin, last one we're is... Gonna, Colin, what's happening here? I'm sleepy. No, no, no. Your mic is like going like... I don't know what that is. Is it still it's, doing it? It's doing it, it again. Okay. There we go. Like, talk? I have to, like, activate any microphones that I plug into my laptop. Alright. Annoying. Okay, uh, why was the Dragon Emperor giving a rousing speech to his undead army that he controls? Motivation. Um, Yeah. A happy I mean, worker is a productive worker. I don't think they can get motivated. If you well, haven't done a, if you haven't done a speech in a while, and you used to give a lot of speeches before every battle, it's it's natural of you to do that, to want to do that. Plus, they're not going to okay. talk back because they're clay warriors. Mm-hmm. All right, Kel, go ahead with all your general notes. Uh, nope. My first one is a chocolate curse, uh, because when Jet Li gets cursed, the effect oh, looks really yeah. bad on that specifically, so it looks like he's turning into chocolate, like <laughs> liquid chocolate. Like some kind of Willy Wonka curse. It's weird. All the other CGI in this movie, I'd say, is pretty good. Yeah. It's just, when he, whenever it's the Terracotta Emperor, he just looks really bad whenever he's doing most things. I'd say when he's fully Terracotta, it's good. Mm-hmm. Then, but then whenever it chips away, it looks pretty bad. I wonder if that's because they didn't have a lot Fire of effects time. Really bad too. I don't know. I think it's just uh, something that they couldn't crack at the time. Mm-hmm. Did it crack? Uh... <laughs> sure. Yeah, you can make the joke. Thank you. And I did. Why wasn't there a movie where they fought Hitler from bringing back Imhotep. That's like the easiest movie you could make. Because they fought, don't they fought in World War II. that's a good idea. They did spy stuff. Well, that's a lot... So there should have been a movie Otter. where Hitler's like, I'm going to bring back Imhotep and let him fight on my side so then the O'Connells have to go and stop him. That's like the easiest movie you could make. I don't think you can let Imhotep do anything. Like, he's well, yeah, going to do whatever he, he wants. He wouldn't succeed, but he would try. So then they have and to go stop him. Bringing in a real-life human into these weird, wacky movies. Especially uh, everyone you know, somebody like Hitler. So everyone has done that. Real. Yeah. 
comic books and stuff have done that forever. No one yeah, cares. Yeah. Well, a comic book. A comic book costs a lot less than one forty million. They brought in Mad Dog McGuire, who's a staple of our history. <laughs> Next note. I really like that they don't try to age up Rick O'Connell or fake Evelyn. They're they just don't like, like no. That. There's just like no effort there. There's just like yeah. we could give him like a wig with a few gray hairs or like well, salt and pepper, but no. They're just going to look the same. Brendan Fraser looks appropriately aged, and so does Evelyn O'Connell. I wouldn't say so. Their son looks the same. How old are they? At least their son is not appropriately aged. Yeah, I think it's the son that's off. The son feels late 20s. I looked it up. They are 13 and 14 years older than their son in real life. Huh. So it's the sun that is off. I guess. But also well, they, they, should have, they could have added Hollywood gray hair to them to make them older. Yeah, they're, they're, they age in Hollywood years, so they don't look the age that they actually are. Because mm-hmm. they were like 40s? or No, late 30s, I would say. Yeah. Which still, I, I, don't, I still don't think adds up because each movie takes place like 10 years after the last one, right? I don't know. They should be like 40-something, at least. When they're talking about the Mummy books, I think they're actually talking about this movie specifically, because it's Evelyn saying, I have no ideas. Remember when Maria Bello looked right to the camera and said, no, I'm a different person? Yeah, I thought that was... I like any time this movie references the fact that it's the third one and that the mummy, like they recast TV. That was, I thought that was actually um, more interesting than what a lot of uh, third movies do with their plots or their references to the third movie. Oh, it's really just showing how this one is worse than the other two, if anything. Just a constant reminder. when do they yeah, ever we're... say something like that in a movie? Be like, it's, yes. It's for a reason. Unless it's like a <laughs> joke. Actually, no, Joe. This they is say a joke. In, they say it in George of the Jungle too. Do they really? Yeah. I think you're lying. I don't think you've seen George of the Jungle 2. Or 1. George of the Jungle 2 and 1. And they reference the fact that Brendan Fraser is not in the movie. Really? I can't huh. remember exactly yep. how. But they do. And my last note is all the chemistry is gone for the most part. Yeah, definitely. They're trying their hardest. The writing and the two actors, they just don't have charisma. Just bland all the way around. Go, Joe, go for the good notes. Alright, I got one Two, um, three. All right. Should I, should I shotgun them off, or do y'all have any yeah. good notes? I have two, but you just okay. shotgun them off. Okay. I like when Alex and uh, O'Connell are comparing guns. It's very stupid and unnecessarily macho, but I still like it. I don't really know why, but I, when they're like being like, my old gun is better than your new gun, I think that's funny. I don't know why. Um, Kale, do you remember... How you kind of didn't like the slingshot that Alex had because it was too uh, tropey in the second one. Does the slingshot yeah. come back in this movie? No, the oh. the motion of it does with the dynamite. Do you remember <laughs> when he's and he's doing the yeah, same he's form? It. Yeah. That's I never would have thought that they would have brought back something so small. That's Yeah, I mean that's I I kind of like that. I think it's good that they put something like that in there. And then I don't know what it is, but I think it's probably the introduction of digital cameras to movies. But I like the way this film looks. It's got a certain gritty fantasy look to it. I feel like the Uncharted games kind of look like this, too. The first ones are a lot more golden, it feels like, and more... I don't know what the word was. Word would be Pulp Fiction kind of looking things. But this one looks more like... I don't know, a later Indiana Jones movie. 
You mean a bad no Indiana bad. Jones movie? You have any more notes? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Uh, Those are my three. I'd say the CGI surprisingly holds up. Yeah. Like I mean, for as CGI. much as there is. Yeah. This movie is packed with CGI. For the most like, part. Yetis, you got CGI armies. I can't believe we haven't talked about the Yetis yet. That is wild. <laughs> it is amazing that you can just be Yeti like, yeah, Yetis exist. And they're <laughs> giant Hulk monsters that throw people. Let's see. I wrote down one joke was good. And I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, yeah. It's when uh, he's like, I killed the mummy twice. Yeah. Say mummy twice. I'll put that line in. Impression, Joe. I, I can't. Thank you. I, I Brendan Fraser, kind of good actor. <laughs> it sounded more like Jason Statham. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even do an accent though. Imagine if this Jason. Imagine if Jason Statham was in this. Uh, Have him be a mummy. As Jet Li. Still having this I, Asian man. Oh, that's a good thing about this movie is that they. Uh, I really like the cultural representation, especially that uh, the Asian characters hardly speak English. Yes. They could have just I, been speaking English the whole time, but they mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah. I mean, and uh, is that kind of, it feels like a staple of the Mummy movies, is that there's a lot of um, other languages that require <laughs> subtitles if you're watching in English. And yeah. I wrote, like, none of it's, it's not... English up. I don't know what the term is for that, but everybody doesn't just magically know English. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Alright, Kelly, you can go. <laughs> I, I'll allow it. I didn't like most of it, plus I forgot to write down my good note, or my bad note, or my ugly note. Uh, but I do have one. It's when Brendan Fraser is trying to fight Jet Li in the final act and he jumps mm-hmm. on the globe thing and he like mm-hmm. puts up his hands and he's like fight like a man yeah just out of nowhere and then he expects to just like punch the dragon emperor mm-hmm. yeah. um that's my only good note bad notes bad notes bad notes bad notes do you like all these theme songs that i'm doing for these segments uh yeah <laughs> Carry on. Uh, I don't have any. Uh, you don't have any bad notes for this movie? I'm not saying this movie is bad. Or I'm not saying this movie is good. But I don't think it's that it's bad. bad. And there's nothing I really feel like I want to talk about. I'm I just like... It, it doesn't have the same wit. It doesn't have the same pace. It, it's got... It's better than I thought it would be. And I've seen it twice. So clearly it's not the worst movie ever. And it's not, I don't find it so bad. It's enjoyable, that thing. I don't I don't get that. It doesn't feel like this movie has that. It's just worse than the first two. But that's, that's a high bar to get to. I think the writing is awful in this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, none, it, none of the jokes, except for that one that I said, are good. And so I got just, one. Yeah. Like that scene where Evelyn's trying to be sexy and then Fred and Fraser is just asleep. Mm-hmm. That, that The editing and the way they deliver the lines, it, it feels like a commercial. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, like a lot of can be poorly timed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when you have the big skeletons forming the army from the Great Wall and like some of them mm-hmm. are losing their heads and like knocking each other's heads off. Yeah. Like, that doesn't really fit the scene you're trying to do. You know, I didn't like it, though, because they're all just like, I don't really know what's going on. We're going to fight all these Terracotta Warriors. You know what this movie feels like it could use? Some Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean energy. A better script? And also the a Pirates. Better... Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But the, like, the Pirates movie, they have this kind of energy, but the Pirates movies do it really well. Especially with, yeah. like, undead monster, sea monster warriors or whatever. Like, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. 
Oh, dang. Imagine how good a mummy movie would be with Gore Verbinski directing. Oh, my gosh. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. He would dig up an actual mummy and then, like, put it on a giant wheel. Yes. Roll it down through an actual town. And then my other bad note uh, is the diamond. I really hated the diamond chipping into the camera lens. You remember that? He let the the diamond th- comes at the screen of. and it just cracked into the camera lens. No, I don't awesome. remember that. Oh, another good note was when uh, Jonathan was running from the avalanche. That was a really good shot. Mm-hmm. With I assume what was either CGI or like a green screen. Yeah. Surely well, not when they're digging away the avalanche, trying to get to Alex and Rick O'Connell, it looks really mm-hmm. bad. Like the fake snow. It, yeah, it looks, it looks like paper mache that they're just tossing. Yes. It looks like foam. Mm-hmm. Like at least it's not CGI that they're pretending to dig through, but that'd be harder to make. Yeah. Snow you got is any so bad hard stuff to make. Kale, I mean. Uh, the mummy's ill-defined powers. Like, they gave them too much, like, too many powers, and then they forgot some and just made it up as they went along. Because the trajectory of the movie first was Jet Li needs to get to the... is cursed to be a terracotta soldier. Mm -hmm. Even though that does make him immortal. It does, yes. Effectively. So then he needs to get to the spring of life that you think is just Mm going to make him normal immortal. But then, like, at that point in the movie, it, like... 30 to 40 minutes in, they're like, no, it'll make him a big dragon man. He can shapeshift now. turn into a bunch of different things. Yeah, he can shapeshift. It's like, why was all this needed? Like, just have it, he has these elemental powers. If he gets to the spring of life, he'll be immortal. Like, I, it just seemed I like an excuse to do more and more CGI, which it didn't look bad. Like, when was, he turned into creatures, except for the dragon, which will be my ugly note. The only way it I can justify... The, the shape-shifting, is that they needed a way to have something that could be move fast, and fl- so he can fly out of the cave, and they can have more plot. And then at the end, whenever uh, John Hanna comes in with the planes, something that can uh, fight the planes, take them down, so that they're not as big of a boon to the uh, O'Connell and them. It just, just seemed like they e- should have picked one. Powerful. Does he have elemental powers or does he have the shape-shifting like he doesn't need both why does he not need both more powers too many powers why not get all the power yeah get that's what thanos's goal was get all the stones get all the powers time that's different thanos didn't turn into a big dragon and have elemental powers and then go get the infinity stone do you do you know how amazing Infinity War would be if, like, whenever they're, like, in Wakanda or whatever, Thanos just turns into a dragon? <laughs> I love that so much. They're all, like, slow motion running at him and, <laughs> and trying to fight like, him, dragon. and then he's just a dragon. Yes. And then there's an yes. avalanche. And yes, that too. Joe, what's your ugly note? Um, I, I couldn't think of any. I, I want to say this movie. Beautiful, Maybe but pretty ugly. <laughs> you don't like that? They're like so. I like how triangular they are. Yeah. Okay, what about you? You said the dragon. Yeah, it's specifically when he's gently turns into the dragon. They yes. like linger on his pre, like mid dragon face a little too long. Yeah. Where it's yeah, still gently as mm-hmm. the dragon faces. It's like that was an odd choice. Like that, and then they fully form. And I was like, okay, that's slightly better. Mm-hmm. All right. Would we say that this movie adds or subtracts to the franchise? Well, yo, it adds. No. The the but the the gross. That's that so much money. They took away Rachel Wise. This is a subtraction. <laughs> I mean, I think it subtracts yeah. because they really lost the magic with this. Like it's there's they no do. kind of heart beto- behind it behind any of the performances behind any of the writing or directing everyone's just making the movie yeah it definitely felt more like a process this time around yeah um but they got money so in that turn it is they did add money but i don't i don't know and i definitely think it's um 
a neat shift in like tone as in terms of like where the locations are and the yeah. different mummy that's neat to the franchise but obviously it's not as good of a movie as the other two so i mean if it was handled better it'd be something like if you mm-hmm. got the original director back or at least a director who seemingly cared about the previous two movies and cared about the characters then you would have something yeah but they don't mm-hmm. All right, now it's time for my favorite segment, Trivia That was yeah, very I was wondering, bad for my I was ears. wondering if you would have the energy for that one. And that was just I, circled on my notes. Was Can Colin accomplish this <laughs> at 9 in the morning? And he did. He did. He came. He saw. He conquered. Joe, why did Rachel Weisz not return to portray the role of Evelyn O'Connell? This is is the easiest trivia you've gotten. She had married Daniel Craig? Really? Bond? Yeah, she's married to Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, As Bond. She only married him when he was acting as Bond. So after No Time to Die comes out, she's done. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, no, it was not because of that. Can what I was guess? the real reason? Uh, Kale, you can guess. You can, you can steal this from Joe. Uh, I'm gonna guess because she probably read the script and hated it, like any rational person would. I don't know why anyone else agreed to be in this. I mean, it was Money. pretty much that. Accounts on, the situation, really? accounts on the situation differ... But according mm-hmm. to director Rob Cohen, Vice refused to portray a woman with a 21-year-old son. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh. Okay. Uh, I get that logic. Yes. That makes sense. Well, okay, she, yeah. I would imagine that if... She, it might not just be that, but like she'd probably think she'd be sidelined, which she kind of is in the movie. She doesn't do that much. Yeah. I mean, she shoots some Terakai soldiers, but... That might be definitely because seen. it isn't Rachel Weisz. Because uh, Alex O'Connor, that kid, mm-hmm. he was signed on to, like, three more movies. Mm-hmm. So they were the definitely Luke's going Order? to replace, like, <clears throat> yeah, Rick Luke's O'Connell Order. with his son. Oh. Ah, like a Shia LaBeouf and Harrison Ford situation. <laughs> yep. To be fair, I think Shia LaBeouf did a better... Would have been more interesting than Luke Ford as... Rick O'Connell than Shia LaBeouf would have been. Remember that scene where he sees the hat and he's like, I'm going to go get it. And then Harrison Ford like looks at him. And he's like, no, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. All right, Kelly, you ready for your question? Hit me. Did Rachel Weisz return to portray the role of Evelyn O'Connell? Oh no. Maybe I should have switched these around. That's so embarrassing. That's a tough one. I'm going to say no, she did not. That is correct. The answer is no. Oh. Man, Joe, you really need to step it up. I don't think you've ever gotten one of these right. I don't think I have either. But I give it my all every time. I leave it all in the court. <laughs> Wait, no, Joe, that was easier than most of the ones you get because it wasn't like name a number. <laughs> a number name six. this 20 digit combo. I wasn't uh, paying enough attention to write down yeah. the numbers. I, that's what I was. I, that's what I was banking on. I was like, he doesn't. He's not. I can't believe he even has trivia. <laughs> I was expecting like, how many years was the mother immortal for, or something like that. Yeah, some, yeah, some ridiculous. All right. Does anyone have any quotes? Because I don't. I do. Okay, do you have any? Uh, let's see. I have two. Two. I got one. You do one, I'll do one, then you finish up. Okay. This is from Mad Dog. Uh, it says, I'd tell you to fasten your seatbelts, but I was ch- or too cheap to buy any. And yeah. Then, dumb line. And then Rick, Rick O'Connell starts laughing, and then Rick O'Connell's like, why am I laughing? <laughs> he says, why am I laughing? And the look on his face was so wonderful. And most of other Rick O'Connell lines are like really bad one-liners that have yeah. no energy and don't make any sense. Yeah. All right. 
Um, this is Evie talking to O'Connell in reference to Alex. Uh, she's like, a little warmth and encouragement would have been nice. And then O'Connell responds, I'm his father. It's implied. That's, I thought that was funny. I thought all the father, I thought all the father-son stuff was kind of interesting. Um, and better than in the second one. I think the, there's more tension in this one. I kind of like the dynamic more in this one. Rick O'Connell and his 40-year-old son. Okay, so Colin has this thing where he'll watch um, movies, comics, TV shows, anything he comes in contact with. If there's a dad, he ranks as the dad as either good or bad dad. Oh yeah, well, he doesn't watch them is for O'Connell the dad. This, is <laughs> O'Connell in this one good or bad dad? Um, that's a good question. Because he's kind of give... he, he doesn't really have to be like a present dad anymore because his mm-hmm. son has grown up and. Yeah. Out of the house. You know, I this think... might be the first situation where it's on the son. The son's bad. So maybe oh, yeah. the dad gets a pass. O'Connell's trying his best. This, I wouldn't want to be Alex's dad. He sucks. The son is a bad son. Okay. But I think O'Connell is a good dad in this. The dadding go, that he does. Because he's the like protecting words. his yeah. son as much as he can mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. He's giving it his all. Yes. He's leaving it, he's leaving it all on the court. Mm-hmm. He's leaving it all on the court. <laughs> I know sports. All right, now it's time for my favorite uh, segment. Oh, Kale well, well, has a second quote, Colin. Why are you cutting in? Oh. It's when John Hanna's in the back of the plane with the yak. And then you turn back to him, and they're like, what's that smell? And he's like, the yak yacked. I hated that. The yak. What in the world, Colin? It's not a joke. That's something you would say. No, no. Yes. Well, yeah, anything I can say doesn't belong in a feature film. <laughs> I'm not that good a writer. He'll never write a line as good as the yak yak. Oh Sorry to God. say. Yeah, that's why I yeah. hate it. It's because I'm jealous of it. Um... Now that was a great fun fact, Kale. And now it's time for my fun fact. All right. Um, Joe, would you like to... You know. You know. Yeah, what, I want a fun fact. I mean, this movie's um, interesting, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff in there's production there's that I don't no, know. There's, there are there's no nothing? fun facts for this movie. Really? really no fun really facts. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I wrote down three things, but they're not very okay. interesting. Okay. <laughs> the first one is, this is... This is a piece of trivia from IMDb. The name of the nightclub owned by Jonathan is Imhotep. Imhotep is the name of the mummy in the first two The Mummy movies. <laughs> That's a good fun fact. I feel <laughs> cheated out of this game. Uh, it's not my fault, Joe. I wanted to find interesting things, but I couldn't. So, Kale, what do you want? You want a fun fact or a heart attack? I feel like it's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> But, uh, fun fact. In parentheses, fun. Joe cool. Johnston was offered the director's job, but opted to direct Universal's remake of The Wolfman instead. Which he didn't Come do on. either. What? <laughs> he did The he's Rocketeer a, and Captain America good, the First Avenger. And, and Jurassic Jumanji. Park 3. And Jumanji. Okay. Well, Man. maybe not Jurassic Park 3, don't. That shouldn't be included with those, but I'd he say can the do third one's a better adventure movie. Third one than That's this. like his go-to. That's that is his thing. His thing is pulp movies. And this oh my was word made for him. Well, shoot. And he decided I'm not sad. to do it for a movie he didn't end up making. Is uh, is this Wolfman one? Is that the one that became the one with Benicio del Toro? Does anybody know? Uh, I think I that one was 2010, so maybe. Let's see. Huh. Colin, do you have another fun fact? Yes, I have one more. All right, shoot. Would you like it? I do, yeah. This was the third yeah. movie directed by Oh, wait, Rob- no. Wait. Joe Johnson did direct the Wolfman movie. Really? Good for him. The one from 2010. With Del Toro? Yeah. Oh. I've never and seen that one. 
Anthony Hopkins, Emily Blunt, oh, wow. Hugo Weaving, and that's it. That's All a right. stacked cast, though. It's just if I see Anthony Hopkins, I have to mention him. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. Respect the hop. All right. This was the third movie directed by Rob Cohen to include the word dragon in the title. He previously directed Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, and Dragonheart. Your favorite movie? Dragonheart? Okay. (laughs) Dragonheart is a good movie. The other ones, the sequels are kind of garbage, but the first one is funny and could be a great movie if not for a couple of things. But I I love Dragonheart. Is that the one with Sean Connery? Um, Yeah, Connery plays the dragon, and then... Dennis Quaid plays like a, a soldier. Colin, we gotta we gotta do Dragonheart as the on the recap. Oh my god! Gotta do it on the pod. Yes, How many Dragonhearts Dragon are there? I know there are at least four. There might be five, and I know they released one last year on Netflix. I don't know how they did that. Wait, is that one animated? Maybe I don't think so though. I think it was live action again. They 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 feel like. C grade Game of Thrones, which I don't care, but you know it's fun. The first one's uh, good. Back, to, back to the really important thing. Uh, yes. I've never realized how weird Joe Johnson's uh, directorial stuff is. Yeah, we yeah. mentioned Captain America, Jumanji, yeah. mm-hmm. Jurassic Park Three, The Rocketeer, yeah. The Wolfman. Yeah. But he also directed Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. Uh, the Page Master, which is that Macaulay is that, Culkin oh. movie that tried to get kids to read. Yeah. Finally, he somehow directed the hit 2018 movie, The mm-hmm. Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Oh my God! You're kidding me. That movie. I forgot is that awful. movie even existed. Did you watch this, Colin? Yeah. Does that feel anything like any of his no. other movies? I could have never told you that it was directed by Joe Johnston. Because judging from the trailers, it looked very bland. It Colorful, was bland. but very bland. Imagine all the other live-action Disney movies, like remakes, yeah. anything that they make now. Yeah. It's like those, but somehow more bland. Yeah. The, the Disney remakes are definitely um, annoying because they make the movies longer. A lot I don't of know why. But... I do like them. No, I think they're. Which one? What was bad? Aladdin. Well, they're all bad. Yo, Aladdin. Aladdin. Hold on, Aladdin. That was weird <laughs> energy. That was weird energy, and I like. I like the dancing, and I liked Will Smith. And it it added some much needed cultural representation to Aladdin. Oh, you don't think Aladdin <laughs> was played by some basic white guy? You don't think Aladdin was a good representation? Of... No. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Aladdin. The Mummy 3, everybody. Good. Um, You've heard what is good? Cinderella. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I think uh, I've seen it twice. Beating I've the stuck by that none of them are good and will never be good. You're forgetting well, about Cruella. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Cruella. <laughs> Joker 2, as it's called in most circles. I have a bonus fun fact. Sure, shoot. There was originally going to be a third sequel titled The Mummy Rise of the Aztecs before it was canceled and rebooted in 2017. Brendan Fraser and the cast of the third film had signed up for the sequel. Antonio Banderas would have played the main antagonist. Are you messing with me right now? No. That's real. That's why it says at the end, Peru, mummies were found in Peru because this was going to take place in Peru. I'm going to have to go talk to my guy, Antonio Banderas, because <laughs> I, I don't think he had any control over the movie. I'm going to I'm have to go talk to whoever was in charge, the head of, what is this, Universal? Yeah. And uh, a little chat on that one. Are you kidding me? I would have loved that. You know, that movie definitely would have done The World's Gonna End in 2012 or whatever thing. Oh, yeah. Cause the man, that would have been awesome. Calendar. Holy yeah. smokes, that would have been cool. Well, no, if they got a different director. I mean, like, even if Antonio Banderas, I mean... What would the they even awesome. do after this mummy, though? Like, he would have to give him Antonio Banderas even more superpowers. 
because anything else or, would just be a step down. Or tone it down. Go all physical. That'd He's not cool. even a mummy. He's just a, a half-dead guy. He got stabbed. And he's slowly dying throughout the film. He'll be a mummy event. <clears throat> Can I close out this podcast? Colin, you look like you're wide awake and ready for action. Yes, let's close it out. Ready to rock and roll. And then There's also a lot of light shining on your face, so it's making yeah. you very angelic right now. I'll have you know. A sleeping baby boy. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. You can find us at josephmalonado.com. That's joseph, M-A-L-D-O-N-A-D-O.com. And from there, you can find this podcast, the normal one. Um, With an F? Podcast. Hmm? With an F? Um, This podcast, the articles I've written, uh, our Twitter accounts, as well as our Letterboxd accounts, like, subscribe, retweet, reblog, repost, and once again, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm gonna go what if I just start spelling my name with an F just at random intervals? Wouldn't that be hilarious? That would be so Spell funny. Spell it differently each episode. Yes. Colin, you have to end the call.